Welcome to the Tech Talks podcast, helping you turn adversity into victory. Whether you're an entrepreneur, corporate professional, or stay-at-home parent, the Tech Talks podcast provides relevant advice and inspiration as you navigate your career, calling, and daily life. Let's get started with your host, Matt Tech. Things got very messy for Rachel Hollis recently. Hollis has built her career on theological shortcuts and regurgitated self-help mantras clothed in culturally relevant hashtags and phrases. Well, first of all, what happened? According to Relevant Magazine, it all started last week when Rachel Hollis posted a video to TikTok responding to a commenter who noted that Hollis was, quote, privileged and unrelatable for employing a house cleaner. Hollis acknowledged her privilege, but also defended herself, saying that she'd worked hard to be able to hire someone to clean her house before going on a long tear about why she doesn't want to be relatable. Hollis says, quote, no, sis, literally everything I do in my life is to live a life that most people cannot relate to. Most people don't work this hard. Hollis went on to say that the women she admires most in history were unrelatable and that if most people could relate to her life, quote, I'm doing it wrong. In the comments on the Instagram post, Hollis wrote Harriet Tubman, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, Marie Curie, Oprah Winfrey, Amelia Earhart, Frida Kahlo, so on and so forth, that they were all unrelatable AF. So the blowback that she's receiving has to do with her invoking Harriet Tubman as basically being on the same level as she is. And I'm, I'm probably not the first one to say sorry, but that's a that's a big no-ski for me. Uh, Harriet is, is unrelatable to a lot of people, but more especially to Rachel. So let's evaluate Rachel's response. But before we begin, I'll note that I've never been a personal fan of the cultural you-go-girl movement that she popularized, nor have been a big fan of Rachel herself. And why? Well, let's go bullet by bullet here. So this specific movement preaches that we don't need to apologize. The big book that got her to fame is called Girl Stop Apologizing. So it comes as no surprise that we don't see an accountable apology. Hollis instead shifts the blame to her team and actually throws them under the bus. Second, this movement teaches that we don't need to worry about what other people think. Now, while this is true, we should not seek approval from everyone, but we do need to have a concern for how our words and actions affect others. And if we keep adopting the self-absorbed consensus of this movement, it creates a culture that lacks empathy and is tone deaf to how our words and actions affect those who see us. Next, the movement teaches a meritocracy and the need to hustle. Hard work is important, but the always do more messaging turns people into self-absorbed success seekers without any insight into a values-based self-worth. It's a culture that says, I'm exceptional, while denigrating the worth of women who choose to opt out of this, quote, hustle culture. 
Next, this specific movement preaches the self-manifestation of success, and Christians can plainly identify this as a secular prosperity gospel, the name-it-claim-it movement. What this does is it actually perverts an appropriate grasp of privilege. Look, I'm not a fan of Rachel Hollis in the movement because I personally believe that you cannot and should not present yourself as an expert on things when you have no experience lived or academic of such things. And it seems to me that Hollis and influencers like her uh, have picked and stolen the mental labor of others, especially the ones that she's notated in her Instagram post, and packaged it into a neat, culturally appropriated package. Unfortunately, the general public has devoured it. And this gleans an opportunity for some serious self-reflection as to how her overly toxic messages became so appealing for specifically white women. Look, thank goodness I have had friends and mentors who've surrounded me to help keep me in check as my level of success has risen. They help ground me in the truth of God's word in that while this popular I can do it myself movement stomps on the neck of those who don't climb aboard, I have to choose to remember and we as Christians have to choose to remember that the way up is down to serve instead of to be served. And look, I fail a lot. In fact, I did an overly emotional, hasty Facebook Live on this exact topic And I came home to a very loving but forceful correction from my wife, took the video down, and took the time to rewrite some of these thoughts instead of reacting on emotion. I have compassion for Rachel. Look, I've shouted my own achievements and minimized the achievements of others to make myself feel better in my life. I know that I've done that. So while her goal is actually to be unrelatable, I relate to that. But there comes a time when we need to close our mouth and sit at the feet of people who can help us with our pride, our privilege, and that help us learn to value ourselves for our internal qualities instead of adopting the mindset of a movement that increasingly looks like narcissism. And it starts with sitting at the feet of Jesus. One last point that I want you to walk away with is be very, very, very careful of the people that you let speak into your life. Somebody actually told me that, look, I can predict where you're gonna be in five years based on the things that you read, listen to, watch, and eat. So be mindful of who you let speak into your life. This episode of Tech Talks has ended, but be sure to subscribe for upcoming inspiration. Don't forget to rate and review so we can continue to bring you transformative content. See you next time.